Just another Friday. It is November the 18th. Feels early to have a giant snowfall that sticks around. I was kind of hoping we'd stretch it into at least December. Although a part of me thinks it's because I scheduled my uh, winter tire changeover for the 25th that the snow came early. It was just inevitable in the same way that when I put my winter coat away in the spring, we're bound to have another giant snowfall. I have said this before and I will say it again. I do not like winter period. Although I suppose if I was in, uh, I suppose if I was in somewhere warm and it was winter, I would st- I would like winter, but I do not like northern winters. I will complain about northern winters a lot. <laughs> I don't like them. Don't like the snow. Don't like the cold. Don't like having to take my dog out in the cold. I just am not a fan. Maybe if they were short, like a month long, even two months long, I'd be okay because I, I would see the end in, in sight. But as it is now, we're at November 18th, and there's still the rest of November, December, January, February, even March. That's a lot of, that's too much winter. Too much. I don't like. I will also say that I'm not one of those complainers that in the summer, complains about it being too hot as a canadian you have to make a choice you can complain about the the summer the heat the hot or you can complain about the cold you can't complain about both what you have to do is is if it's the summer and it's a a sweltering humid hot day you're you're sweating all over and you want to complain, you, you think and get go in your mind and start thinking about that day in February when it was minus 20 and the, your, your nose was getting iced up, your eyelashes were freezing. And you'll realize, well, I can't really complain about, about this heat. I, as I get older, try and think of ways that I can avoid Canadian winters. I'm a little bit jealous of people who live in the northern part of the United States. Jealous mostly about their climate, their weather options. If you live in Minnesota, one of the Dakotas, Montanas, even Michigan, and you don't like winter, you can move 
You could move to Arizona, Texas, California, Oregon, Florida, Georgia, and have warm weather. You can just pick up and move to somewhere that suits you better. I would love to live some somewhere in the Southwest. I love I love the environment there. But in Canada, you can either go east or west, and neither one is is that much better than here. If you go east, the winters tend to be more, even more severe. If you go uh, west through the prairies, it's very very cold. Although they they have a lot of blue sky winters. It's more cold than it is uh, stormy. And then if you make your way all the way to Vancouver, you, you get a lot of rain, which really, in the grand scheme of things, is, isn't that much better. So we don't have a lot of options. And I try and scheme things out, figure out where could I, how could I make winter more bearable. One of the things that keeps me pinned to Toronto is hockey. I play a bunch of hockey on the weekends, about maybe three games in a weekend. Uh, two of them are league games, and another one is a pickup game. And it's my main source of exercise, but it's also my main source of socialization. I love it. I, I, I don't think I can live without it. I always have this fear that I'm going to have some kind of catastrophic injury where I... I have to have a leg amputated or something, I, I won't be able to play hockey. It's sort of one of my weird nightmares. So I think in my head, okay, if I, if I go somewhere warm, I need to go somewhere that also has easily available hockey. And unfortunately, that eliminates a lot of places that I would otherwise consider. I love Costa Rica, as a country, I, I can see myself spending uh, more time there. But most of uh, Central and, and South America isn't really a hotbed for ice skating or, or hockey. I've thought about the, the United States. Up until last Tuesday, I, I, I was really ruling it out. I was like, no, there's no way. If democracy stops in the U.S., I can't, I can't go there. I can't move there. And uh, during the pandemic, I had similar feelings like this is just crazy town. I can't go to Jesus land. But uh, things turned a little bit for the better. Democracy did survive for the time being. And I think, okay, if I went to the U.S., where could I go that's warm and has hockey? I know in, in California— there are uh, hockey rinks, especially in NHL markets where they, where they have uh, teams. It's really picked up there. Uh, I would consider going to uh, Aust maybe Austin, Texas. That's kind of a cool place in Texas. It doesn't have the usual Texas craziness. For quite a number of years, my mother had a condo in... Bonita Springs, Florida, which is essentially on the Gulf Coast, uh, just south of Fort Myers, north of Naples, inland on a golf course. So not necessarily affected too, too much by, by the, uh, the storms down there. 
And I did take a, a, a an extra bag of surplus hockey equipment down there because about five minutes from where she lived, there was a ECHL hockey team, the Florida Everblades. They were the ECHL affiliate of, at the time, I believe, gosh, I, I think it was... Uh, maybe the Hurricanes. I, I, I'm trying to remember. I know the Orlando team was the Leafs farm team for quite a while. But uh, it was it was fun to go and check out hockey there. But they also had a couple of extra rinks attached to the, the main arena where there was recreational skating and hockey. And uh, a couple of times I, I went and played. So that would be good. The problem, though, with that area of Florida is it's it's hugely... Republican, like old, white, wealthy people. And I, not a fit for me, for sure. And Florida in general is uh, a bit of a crazy town. You always, like, you read a news story that says Florida, man, and you know you're going to get something uh, a little bit crazy. And uh, Ron DeSantis is the governor there. So it's really uh, become this this right-wing penis of America, if you look at the way the, the, the map is shaped. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people there are not, not the brightest and not the, not the, you know, not the coolest, but it's warm. So, so there's that. Uh, but for now stuck here in Canada in the cold, in the snow, having to deal with winter life. I love Canada, though. I can't, I can't, I, you know, I, I would never complain about, about Canada. It's one of the greatest countries in the world, one of the most freest countries in the world. I think our leadership's doing a decent job. I would never stoop so low as to, to praise uh, the leader of China, the dictator. I was, uh, <laughs> this week, I was out with my dog in a park at the end of my street. I had my earbuds in and there was a guy walking along the sidewalk making a lot of noise. He was like, blah, 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 and I couldn't really make out what he was saying because I was listening to my, to my earbuds. And I thought maybe at first I thought maybe he was talking to a buddy cause there's some construction going on there. Maybe he was, he was buddies with someone there, but as he walked on it, didn't look like he was talking to anyone and i was like well i'm always curious about what's going on with kooky people so i turned off my uh my music and i listened and he was angry and then there's three a couple of words i heard like i couldn't make out everything but there were a couple of words i heard that made me think Oh, I think you might be actually yelling stuff at me or 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 trying to <laughs> insult me. The words I heard were park, dog, and faggot. And <laughs> I, I I did have a dog. I was in the park. Uh I'm I'm not a gay man. But I don't think being a gay man is an insult, but I think the term that he used is pretty disgusting. 
And as he passed, I was like, what a, what, a, what an a-hole. And I thought, I, I got angry because I, I'm a, a ally to the LGBTQ community. I love all people. And he was using this slur. And so I was, how can I engage this guy? Because I was really angry. I was like, oh, I, I almost want to punch him in the face. I'm, I'm not really a violent guy. I'm a big guy. Six foot three, 215. I can handle myself. But I'm kind of a pacifist when it comes to, to physical confrontations. But I laughed kind of loudly to, to, to let him know that I heard him and maybe get him to turn around. I laughed at him like he was an idiot. I was like, ha, 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 uh, hoping they would turn around and come and, and meet me face to face so we could talk about this. I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> if I was expecting him to come and maybe start something physically and I could end something physically, but I was just very, very angered by that. The more I, he, he didn't come back. He just kept walking and disappeared. I don't know where he went. Uh, although the more I thought about it, once I continued on my walk with my adorable dog, who was, who was getting ready to bark because this was so strange. He was like, Looking around, he, he didn't. He was confused about this yelling guy. But the more I walked along, and the more I thought about it, uh, the more I thought, well, the guy who was yelling—that's not really a normal thing to do. He's probably suffering from some kind of mental illness, and the solution is not me engaging him at all. I don't think that's going to help, or I don't think that's going to change anything. But. It was uh, an interesting encounter. I mentioned this last week. I went back on... I The day that Elon Musk took over Twitter, I deactivated my account. And it stayed that way for about two weeks. But then I was, so, I was curious about the chaos that was going on. So I went back on there and have been watching the chaos... And it's kind of insane. It's hard to figure out what Elon Musk is doing. He's kind of a giant fraud. He's never been really the, the, the genius behind Tesla or SpaceX. He's kind of the figurehead. Well, everybody else does the, the creative work, the tech work. There's a lot of uh, um, Elon bros who are like, well, he can't screw this up. Look, he's he's ran, run these successful companies, SpaceX and Tesla. Well, Tesla's stock has tanked in the last year or two in a major way. And running technology companies that are, are about actual tech hardware type stuff is a lot different than running a social media network. Sure, there's tech involved, but it's much more of a, a social technology where, where, where it's a lot more about people than it is about machines. And that's an area where Elon Musk has a giant blind spot. He's 
not a people person. He's he's not an especially uh, engaging fellow. He, he's like a, a like a fourteen year old boy who won a lottery, a giant lottery. Like he's he's just not a not a good person, and he is a a narcissist. So what that means is if if people praise him and people like him, he'll like them back. So of course. The uh, uh, right wingers and the the races have engaged him, and he's sort of shifted over to that side. But he's making a, a, a real mess of things. Locked out employees for the time being. Made an ultimatum kind of "Do you want to stay with us or not?" job offer to the remaining employees. A lot of them said, uh, "No thanks, crazy, I'm leaving." Yesterday, the, the doors were locked, and and. They're reassessing things. And he keeps posting kooky stuff. And the thought goes to, is is he just that bad at managing it? Is he managing it into the ground through sheer incompetence? Which is believable. But it's also believable that he's destroying it on purpose. Because in a lot of ways, Twitter holds a lot of power. It's, it's given voice to a lot of people. A lot of news has, has come through, 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 that, through Twitter, through social media, exposés, commentaries. In some countries where uh, democracy has been in peril, it's been used to, to foment uprisings. So there's a certain f- f- faction that thinks, well, maybe he's tanking it on purpose at the behest of, of perhaps the, the Saudis who have a major investment in, in, in Twitter. Perhaps he's, he's uh, right-wing buddies trying to shut down the conversation. It's hard to figure out. But he's uh, definitely tanking it. Bought it for $44 billion and, and probably worth a quarter of that now. We will have to, have to wait and see. What happens? <laughs> it's sort of, it's all, it's all sort of part of that realm of of the crypto. Elon was a big crypto guy. NFTs, all of that stuff, seems to be crashing, and and uh, it's it's hard to fathom what's happening. In any case, I uh, talked briefly last week about my plan to go and see David Cross, the comedian in a very small venue, a very exclusive event. That was on Sunday. If you don't know David Cross, he was uh, on Mr. Show with Bob Odenkirk and in, in, uh, a pretty decent ensemble. He was also uh, Tobias, the character on Arrested Development, and uh, he's done a bunch of stand-up, a bunch of specials, a bunch of albums, and I got to see him at The Horseshoe, which, if you're not familiar with, is a pretty tiny venue. Saw him on Sunday. We'll come back and tell you about that show in just a bit. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You all know that thing you use to send text. It works for actual mouth talking. Josh stuff. Josh stuff. More Josh stuff. Josh stuff. More Josh stuff. Get in on the conversation. Punch 647-6-YO-JOSH to be heard. Talk that rocks. Josh Holiday live. Yes, we are indeed live. Waterhead there. Lemmy, we miss you. We love you. The Ace of Spades. I was at a uh, comedy show on Sunday. Essentially, uh, what was happening was uh, David Cross, the stand-up comedian, the actor, the sketch comedian, writer, all those things, he... Normally plays theaters and larger venues, hundreds and up to like thousands, you know, large, large venues, theaters. Uh, but what he's doing now is getting ready for that tour where he plays larger venues. And, and, and in preparation, he's doing a short tour of bunch of different cities uh like austin toronto uh chicago I, I don't know what other ones but about 12 or so uh going to very small venues and doing a very loose show testing out material and trying bits and honing bits so that he will uh, eventually take a very tight set on the road of, of stuff he's tried out and experimented with august i was just sitting by my computer and, and the notice came in uh, David Cross at the Horseshoe tickets twenty five dollars. I'm like, oh my god, that's that's unheard of. A like seeing him in a small venue is is pretty amazing. Horseshoe, very intimate space, and twenty five bucks. That's crazy. So I bought a pair of tickets and sort of forgot about it. And then uh, lo and behold, last week it came up, and <laughs> it was a lot of sitting. As I Got the tickets, and I didn't take a really close look, but it said uh, 7 o'clock. I just remember seeing 7 o'clock. So I thought, okay, the show starts at 7. Small venue. Probably be a lot of people trying to crunch in there. So maybe we'll get there around 6.15. And I was meeting my friend there. So I I met him there around 6.15, and uh, we realized that, oh, no, no, no. 7 o'clock is not the start start of the show. 7 o'clock is when the doors actually open. So we went and grabbed a bite and then got in line and waited for the doors to open at seven. And we went in there and we were in about the, the fourth row, but this is very small. Like it was almost like a, like a, a circle of folding chairs around the stage and then further, further back in the, in the club. But it was, it was quite intimate. We were about the fourth row on these folding chairs and we got, we went right in at, at seven o'clock and then they, on the way in, and this is the first time I've experienced this, they gave you little pouches for your phone. They put your phone in this pouch and they lock it. And I thought they were going to put it in like a, a cubby hole or something, but you actually carry your phone in this pouch with you, but you can't open it or, or access it. So it was hard to keep track of time for the, for the time between the doors open at 7 and when the show actually started. I'm guessing it was probably around 8 or 8.15. 
that uh, David Cross went on stage. So we were already sitting there for an hour, hour and 15 minutes. And then uh, the show started and it was super, super casual, kind of chatting with the audience. He, he talked about having lived in Toronto for six months during the pandemic because his, his wife, uh, an actress, was uh, uh, shooting something here. And then he went through a ton and ton of material. It was, uh, the show ended up being probably about two and a half hours of, of comedy. So more than, more than three hours sitting on these folding chairs. Oh my God, my butt was so sore, but it was entertaining. And it was, it was great to sort of see how this material gets created, created. And there's a lot of good stuff in there. So I, I look forward to seeing what ends up making the cut. What he, he does, uh, the next stages, he, he, first of all, he does this where he tries out all the material and then he does a theater tour Halfway through the theater tour, he records a TV special. And then at the end of the tour, he records uh, an album special. And, and he, he says that a lot of times during the theater tour, stuff changes and evolves. So uh, the TV special is actually quite different from the recorded special. And that's what he did with his, his last one, uh, David Cross, I'm from the Future. That album came out in September. And I thought, oh, just for fun, I'll uh, play you something from that, this is uh, David Cross. And just to be clear, I'm not talking about um, anti-vaxxers. Uh, as ignorant and tragic and uh, frustrating and depressing as it is that there are people that are anti-vaccine, I get it. I understand if you've been fed nonstop a constant stream for decades of anti-government, anti-authority, anti-science, and propaganda, I get it, combined with the idea that we do know that our government lies to us. It lies to us every day. It's lied since its inception. And we do also know that it's done medical experiments on groups of people. That's a fact. We know that. When you combine those two things, I get that. I don't subscribe to it, obviously, but I get where I'm talking about the selfish motherfuckers who won't even wear a mask while they're shopping. That's who I'm... Actually, I just thought of something. Maybe, maybe a solution. What if we made the mask blackface? Would they wear it then? Would they wear it then? I know it's robbing Peter to pay Paul, but I mean, it's for the good of society. Guys, it's wearing a fucking mask, come on. I, I actually wrote a, uh, a partial list. This is tiny. This is very small, just partial, tiny. A partial list of things equal to or greater than the physical and mental pain and suffering experienced while wearing a mask while shopping, okay? These are things that are equal to or greater than the pain and suffering experienced. Having a ladybug on your shoulder. <laughs> Applying slightly too much chapstick. <laughs> Talking on a hot phone. When a dog shakes its rainwater off on you. 
a Band-Aid that won't stay on. <laughs> Using mayonnaise that's been in the sun for 20 minutes. <laughs> Seeing a cluster of gnats up ahead as you jog. <laughs> Waiting for someone in a wheelchair to board the bus. When it dawns on you, oh wait, I've already done this crossword. <laughs> Pistachios. <laughs> Using the microwave again after you thought 30 seconds would do it. <laughs> Having to walk your bike over the bumpy part. <laughs> when the change you receive is sticky. <laughs> the water that comes out from mustard when you don't shake it first. and a maraschino cherry. Those are, that's just a, it's a partial list, it's small, so, partial list. And you know, about once a week, if not more, you'll read something in the news, you'll see something where yet another right-wing, conservative, libertarian, pundit, uh, you know, radio guy, state rep, or, you know, minister, or, uh, you know, podcast fraud, or somebody whose whole career, they've been making a, a lot of money uh, humiliating and making fun of people who wear masks or get the, get the vaccine shot. Then you'll read that this person um, has contracted COVID and then died. And, uh, right. and it's an amazing length to go uh, to own the libs. And that's why they do it. That's why, they're do that's why they do, they're making a shit ton of money, but they're also, they do it to own the libs. And that's partly how they make their money, by owning the libs. And they own the libs by getting COVID and then dying. <laughs> and the real tragedy is that they died before they got to see me owned, you know? <laughs> because I'll, I'll read about their death and I'll be like, oh, fuck. I just got owned. <laughs> and I'll, I'll be at my computer and my daughter will come in and. I'll be sitting there shaking my head, and I just be like, Daddy, what's wrong? I was like, oh, uh, this right-wing Christian uh, super patriot football coach, uh, <laughs> radio guy, podcaster pundit uh, on, uh, on Newsmax. Uh, just, he got COVID, and he died a long, painful, protracted, slow, agonizing death, and... So daddy just got pwned, sweetheart. <laughs> it's not a good feeling. It's not. It's not a good feeling. That is uh, comedian David Cross uh, from his most recent album, I'm From the Future. It is Josh Holiday Live. You can call us any dang time you like. 6476-YO-JOSH. 6476965674. 
And if you call that telephone number while we're actually live on the air on Friday afternoons, there's a good chance we'll have a, a, a conversation, we'll chat. But if you're if it's not during that time, it's it's when we're not live on the air, uh, you can leave a message there. And we will uh, inevitably get it on the air. Positive, negative, what, anything you anything you think of or, or any thoughts you have, feel free to share them at 6476-YO-JOSH. You can also uh, text a message to that very number. So lots of options. And it's there th- 365, 24 hours, seven days a week. You can get there. I'm a huge music aficionado. I love music. I have, I have a wide range of music on my uh, phone, I guess now is, is where, where it's stored, but a, a pretty giant collection. And then I also have a, a, a number of boxes of CDs in my storage room that at some point I'll have to transfer because there, there's some interesting, hard to find stuff there. They did a study a place called Very Well Mind, M-I-N-D, it's a mental health portal. They surveyed over 36,000 people around the world, asking them to rate different musical styles and fill out questionnaires relating to the big five personality traits. Extroversion, agreeableness, openness, conscientiousness, and neuroticism. So they took this information and threw it into their science machine and determined personality types based on what people listen to. And some of it almost seems a little bit stereotypical. Some of it's maybe a little surprising. Uh, They say that rap and hip-hop fans uh, tend to have high self-esteem and are generally more outgoing than fans of other styles. Uh, Fans of pop music, described as having high self-esteem with extroverted, outgoing personalities and honest, hardworking traits. Uh, Fans of country music tend to be hardworking, conventional, outgoing, and conservative. Uh, They tend to be emotionally stable and rank lower than others in openness to experience. Uh, Fans of rock and heavy metal often project images of anger, bravado, and aggression, but uh, in spite of the aggressive music taste, they tend to be gentle, creative, and introverted with uh, lower self-esteem. Fans of indie music, I probably fall somewhere between the uh, rock, heavy metal, and indie music area. Fans of indie music are defined by their passivity, but like their metalhead brethren, are creative, introverted, and display low self-esteem. They also tend to be intellectual, but less (laughs) hardworking. Maybe a little bit. Uh, Fans of dance music, typically outgoing, assertive, and open to experience, but they rank lower than others in gentleness. Fans of classical music, somewhat introverted, but at ease with themselves. Creativity and healthy self-esteem are common among them. And finally, fans of jazz, blues, and soul. I like myself some blues. I tend to be extroverted with high self-esteem, 
uh, also tend to be very creative, intelligent, and at ease. So, so that's what your music says about you in, in this, in this study. Believe it or not, there is a, uh, a national toy hall of fame and light bright is part of that hall of fame. It's been going since the, uh, well, light bright came out in the sixties and, uh, it's being inducted into the national toy hall of fame. Uh, also inducted this year are the masters of the universe line of action figures, the top, which <laughs> is the spinning toy that goes back to ancient times. And uh, those those are the three that are, are in this year or nominated this year uh, from a field of 12 finalists that also included Bingo, Catan, uh, Nerf, the Pinata, found, uh, Pound Puppies, Spirograph, and uh, it, it all ends up happening in the Strong Museum in Rochester, New York, where... The Hall of Fame is is housed. Uh, we like trivia here. I like trivia. Hopefully, you like trivia because we are going to play some in just a bit. And if you if you want to play, you can actually call and uh, join in the fun at six four seven six. Yo, Josh. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Something bugging you? Need a vent? Where the f- is Josh? This is your unfiltered megaphone. When you hear him, you're like, what? Dial 647-6-YO-JOSH now to be heard. Talk that rocks. 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 Josh Holiday live. Yes. Live. Thought we'd uh, do some trivia here on the home stretch. Trivia we do on my show, there's no prize. No physical prize. No cash prize. The prize on this show is the right to brag to your friends, and that's why we call the show, or the segment, Bragging Rights. It's sweeping the nation, it's a gaming sensation, and oh, it has the greatest prize. What prize? Absolutely useless. It's absolutely pointless. It's the game that we call bragging rights. It is bragging rights, and on the telephone with us right now is Paula from Mississauga. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Are you uh, are you prepared for some trivia action? I'm looking forward to some bragging rights. <laughs> and if now here's the question: If you win bragging rights. Yeah. How will you use them to lord them over your friends, family, or coworkers? I hope I use them for good instead of evil, but Okay. Well that's yeah. nice. Yeah. All right. We got a, a random kind of selection of, of trivia type stuff. The first category we're gonna start with is what's that slogan? <laughs> okay. I I give you the slogan and you tell me what company that slogan is from. Um, okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. 
What's in your wallet? Oh, um, it's, it's a credit card. Mm-hmm. It is um, Capital One. Oh, yes. One down, one, one correct. Woo. There are some things in life money can't buy for everything else there is. There is. Oh, there's my text. I'm getting texted. Oh. Uh, at the same time, um, for everything else, there's. Ah, I don't know. I know it. I don't know it. Mastercard. Mastercard. Yes, of course. We're still on credit cards, of course. I I should just skip this one. I am going to <laughs> just do it. Is Nike? I think that's that's just too easy. That one, even I know. Yeah. yeah. Bet you can't eat just one. Lays. Think outside the bun. Oh, uh, um, uh, uh, Taco Bell? Taco Bell is correct. Save money, live better. Oh, uh, ooh, the, um, is that like Walmart maybe? Not maybe. Oh. Yeah. Oh, trust your, it is. Trust your gut. Okay. Uh, have it your way. Have it your way. Have it your way at Burger King. Burger King is correct. Uh, breakfast of champions. Oh, uh, Wheaties. Yes. America runs on. Oh, my God. Uh, what do they run on? Do they run on, I don't know, something. Oh, uh, Dunkin' Donuts. America runs on Dunkin'. That's correct. Uh, finally, for this category, think different. Think, think different. Yes. Um. Oh, um, not Microsoft. Um, Apple. Apple oh, is I'm correct. It. Okay. Woo. So there we go. That's the first category, <laughs> and I'm not really very good at keeping score, but you got most I'm, of I think those. I'm- I think I'm you're doing well. Yeah, you're doing well. You're you're <laughs> maybe like a B an A minus or a B plus. I'll take it. Yeah, I would take I mean I would totally. take <laughs> I would take, I take a like D a, if I, I was in like high a school. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh let's see what we can find here. These ones are a little bit easier because they're true or false. So you can you, you have a, essentially a 50-50 chance of getting okay. these. Okay. Uh, all right, here, this one is, uh, true or false, urban myths edition. <laughs> okay. So you have to guess if this is, these urban myths are real. Oh gosh. Okay. Or, or false. Um, three Washington streakers had their car stolen as they ran naked through a Denny's restaurant in Washington on a frigid January morning. Um, I, I'm going to say uh, that sounds like a true thing. I don't know. It, oh, is, it, is. A, it is a true thing. I mean, what uh, else would you do? Yes. Uh, duck quacks mm-hmm. don't echo. What? Oh, wait, it's true or false. Duck quacks don't echo. Okay, that's a negative. I'm going to say false. False. Mm. Oh, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> I, I was saying it's 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 you're right you're right. Duck quacks don't echo. I was I was oh, I was wow, getting that's a roller coaster. Yeah, sorry. So on. yeah, 
Uh, cobras uh-huh. can be hypnotized by a snake charmer's music. Is that isn't that true? Mm. No, I th- I think they're they're. It's more about the movement of the. They're they're just oh. following the movement of the uh, of the See? eyes. So um, I learned something. That's okay. It's a snake thing. Okay. Creepy guys like me would probably know more. Like know that because we're all fascinated by snakes. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, the premier game of the ill-fated Extreme Football League in 2001 was the least watched event in the history of U.S. primetime network programming. I'm just going to say true because I don't know anything about football. <laughs> it's false, but it's kind of a trick question because the game on week seven of that football league was the lowest rated. So it's sort of a trick question. Uh, so I'll give you a half, I'll give you a half point. Oh. In this non-existent point system we're using. I'll, can just brag for half of half. Of yeah. Point yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, it all comes down to the overall overall will determine right. at the end of things. If you have the right to brag, <laughs> uh, a California man caught speeding by photo radar Send a picture of money to pay for the fine. <laughs> I hope that's true. So I'm going to say true. It is true. <laughs> I, I don't think it worked, but it's a clever idea. Uh, Tupac Shakur hinted that he might fake his own death to escape the limelight. Oh, interesting. Um, uh, let's say true. That is correct. Oh, does that mean everything we ever thought is actually true? False now? Well, it could be that he's like the, it's like a modern day Elvis thing. Maybe he's still amongst us and showing up wow. at, at Waffle Houses or 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 Denny's. Damn, why not? Uh, streaking, maybe he was streaking through Denny's. Elephants are afraid of mice. Oh, God, I don't know if that's a... I'm going to say that that is false. Oh, no, you're right. <laughs> I keep pressing the, the buzz button for for uh, for BS, for negative, but yeah, you're right. Uh, the tomato is a fruit. Oh, I hate this question. Um, it is a fruit. Yes. True. Okay. Toilet flushes spin a different direction in the opposite hemispheres. True. No, apparently both directions can be found in, in both hemispheres, but you're still, I think through through that, you're still doing all right. I'm doing okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Okay. Let's try this. Uh, we're, We're still doing the true or false spider silk. Was once used to make guitar strings. Um, uh-huh. false. That's right, but uh, strangely, it's actually been used to make violin strings. So what? There's something that you probably didn't know. I didn't know anyway. Didn't know that. Okay. A coconut sure. is a nut. 
uh, oh, this is going to be like a trick thing. So I'm either going to, oh, it's either, it's a, mm, oh. Yes. It's actually a one-seated droop. D- oh, it's a droop. Yeah. I was going to say, isn't it a droop? <laughs> a, fruit with I wasn't a, say. a fruit with a hard covering and closing a seed, uh, similar to peaches and olives. Huh. Uh, sound travels faster through steel than through air. Oh, um, I fall? That's true. Sound travels faster through steel than through air, about 17 times faster. Really? Uh, Let's see. Uh, How about this one? In England, black cats are considered bad luck. In England? Yeah. Well, uh, wild cats? Didn't even have wild cats in England? No, no bla- uh, black cats. Oh, black cats. Oh, sorry. <laughs> wild cats. Um, true. Uh, <laughs> no. no. Uh, in a lot of countries, a lot of places, black cats are considered bad luck, but in England, they're considered good luck. Oh, wow. uh, cheerio, mate. It's a black cat. You're going to have a good black- time. <laughs> this is my bad accent. Tip and all that. Yes. Good for them. All right. Well, uh, let's just say you have bragging rights. Woo! <gasps> woo, 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 woo. I, well, that's I, exciting. Yeah. Congratulations and, and use them for, for good. <laughs> or, uh, I mean, if you really need to, you could use them for evil, but, you know. I might. I might just try a little bit and, you know, just to <laughs> just see how it works. Taste of yeah. evil, but once you once you try evil, then you know <laughs> you don't go back. It's yeah, a slippery yeah, slope. That's what they say. I think that's a, once you once you try evil, you never go back. I think that's exactly how that that's, works. All that's right. the thing. All right, thanks for playing. You have yourself an excellent day. Yeah, thanks so much. This was fun. Have a good weekend. All right, bye-bye. bye bye. It is the Josh Holiday Live, and it uh, looks like we're pretty much out of time. So you have yourself a good week and weekend and all that stuff. Turn on the lights, open the shades. The show's over, but the conversation continues. On Twitter at Josh Holiday, on the web at joshholidaylive.com, and hear missed episodes on your favorite podcatcher. Talk that rocks. Josh Holiday Live. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.